Welcome to the affiliate interview series by StatsDrone. Today, we're chatting with Simon Jones of investingreviews.co.uk. And let me just say, this is not investing advice. So let's get to it. Welcome to the affiliate interview series. Our next guest today is Simon Jones. Uh, Simon runs investingreviews.co.uk. And I'm going to pass it over to Simon to give us a, a proper intro. Thanks, John. This has been a long time coming, hasn't it, this interview? We've tried on numerous <laughs> occasions, but we're here now. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, Investing Reviews. Wow. Uh, we started this website about three years ago. It was just usually one of those its one of those ideas that you get at the back of the gaming conference and uh, kind of wants to diversify and say, oh, we need to do something different. The model's the same, to be fair. It could be a casino affiliate site, but it's a site for investment platform. So we, we started reviewing all the major investment platforms in the UK. We wrote, you know, detailed reviews. You know, it could have been Bet365 Casino, but we reviewed Interactive Investor. Uh, we have a formulaic structure and we review the products, the fees, the customer service, the blah, blah, blah. Anybody listening to this has probably seen the same format and has the same on their own affiliate site. So it's not that much different. But it's gained a lot of traction over the last sort of 12, 18 months. It was for me, it was actually a bit of a part-time gig, just one of those, you know, back bedroom hobby things you do on an evening. Uh, and it's now turned into my full-time gig. So, yeah, it's kind of full steam ahead, rock and roll. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so how would you compare, like, you know, finance affiliate programs in relation to iGaming? Uh, I'm assuming the, yeah. the revenues are similar, but there's obviously a couple of things that are different. And yeah. I know uh, laws and compliance are one of them. Yeah, laws and compliance is probably the big one. I mean, it is illegal to offer uh, a continuous revenue incentive to affiliates to promote a product. You can only do it on a CPA basis, on a first-time customer or first-depositing customer basis. Um, and they, yeah, no, the revenues are different. They, uh, the CPAs can be slightly higher. Um, obviously, Forex and CFD trading triggers higher accounts because it's people are, you know, spending a lot of money i won't say losing a lot of money but they're spending a lot of money as opposed to somebody you know opening a new pension account and transferring a pension for example the revenues of the cpas are a lot a lot lower on that so we we, we have a mix it's it, it is similar there just isn't a lifetime revenue model on the uh on the uh, investing uh, uh, affiliate programs which is a shame but yeah but does that mean you also have to state like on every article or every social media uh, post that this is an investing advice or maybe it is? No, we never give investing advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but we have financial advisors on the team. So the website, as you've probably seen, has got more disclaimers on there than I'd like to mention, but it's we're not giving advice. We don't recommend. Make your own choices. It's This is what we see. This is what we, uh, we can see is good for a beginner or good for this type of customer make your own choices not financial advice I mean, if you, if you listen to our podcast i've got a, a regular uh, co-host charlie archer and he we, we play um podcast bingo which is probably going to lead into the next question so podcast bingo is how many times we can say not financial advice in our <laughs> in each episode so there you go that'd make a, a good podcast name this is not financial advice <laughs> <laughs> oh god i could change it but yeah i like that um yeah, so when I look at a lot of these, uh, you know, different types of financial sites, like, you know, insurance offers, credit cards, mm -hmm. things like that, I'm starting to see like a lot of stuff in the iGaming side kind of almost creep in where terms and conditions are now being paired with the offer. 
And do you see like iGaming kind of catching up in terms of going, it's not the same thing as going, okay, you've got on one side, this is not investment advice, but on the other mm. side, there's, we're kind of dealing with almost a similar product in terms of like, you know, money, risk management. Yeah. Yeah. If you'll, you'll see on the, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, all the CFD brokers and the uh, Forex brokers will have very large risk warnings on their sites. And the risk warnings tend to go something like um, X percentage of people investing in this broker will lose their money. And the percentages are very high. Some can be as high as 80 plus percent. Some can be as low as 60 plus percent. So, But it's because of the Financial Conduct Authority, not the Gambling Commission, the Financial Conduct Authority is very strict on this, is you know the risk warnings have to be particularly phrased and they have to be present wherever there is a call to action or an offer on that product that you're promoting. Okay. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole mm. and uh, <laughs> you can let me know if we should uh, talk about this or skip the next question. But uh, let's talk about like uh, in online gambling, we have a lot of offshore uh, sites, uh, you know, cryptocurrency ones. Do we have something similar in the financial space? And I mean, the, the obvious one, you know, that maybe not everyone wants to talk about is, you know, binary options. Yeah, I don't want to talk about binary options either. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be able to to be able to offer a product to a UK customer, you have to be uh, regulated by the fin Financial Conduct Authority. It's the same as in the States with the gambling uh, gambling companies over there. There are a grey hat and a black hat. There are, you know... People know how to use VPNs. They know how to get around the systems. We we will say on our site if it's uh, if this particular broker is accepting UK customers. It's as simple as that. There are there aren't many that uh, that don't. Those that those that do have to have FCA regulation, and then they will have that in the footer of their site. And that's how we started. Actually, we started with FCA regulated. Some overseas companies they're not into the tax havens, but they are in uh, in other jurisdictions. It's not as um, I want to say the word seedy, but I think that's probably not fair. Uh, it's not as uh, not as grey or black, I think, as uh, as gambling. But there are certainly, I think, there is one of our competitor sites has actually got a, a, a forex or a CFD broker blacklist of these. Do not do not spend any money with these guys because they are they are dodgy AF. So don't go anywhere near that. Which that was actually quite a good, like a blacklist, effectively. Which I'm sure a lot of other gambling affiliates have got those as well. Don't, they? don't go here because they don't pay us enough commission. <laughs> Yeah. One thing I've noticed about a lot of uh, some of these scam operators is that I think some of their marketing, unfortunately, is a little smart, which is mm -hmm. they'll create videos like, uh, is this place safe? Or, you know, is this a scam? And then, of course, they're ranking for those videos right before they launch their operation. So, I mm -hmm. mean, we're kind of going down this rabbit hole of, of like scams. So what's your thoughts on uh, these marketing tactics and how prevalent it might be? It depends on the product. Um, I know some of the uh, some of the more complex brokers. Um, they will they will they will create a product, a retail investment product, where you know um, the retail investor, the armchair investor, you and I can download an app and buy shares in Tesla, Apple, whatever you want. Not advice, not financial advice. We'll get that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one to me. Um, and what that allows them to do is then advertise that product to UK audiences, usually on the tube, on the buses, on the metro, wherever. And then once they've got, they've got them on board, then they can start promoting the, the more complex finance products, the contracts for difference, the Forex options, binary, et cetera. Um, those that are doing it 
underhand uh, will usually get shut down pretty quick by the uh, the FCA. Um, but how do they, uh, you know, how do they police TikTok? These fin tockers or these uh, money tockers, I think they call them. Um, I mean, there is. I've just downloaded an app today called Zed, and I didn't. I had no idea what it was. It's just I'm just watching videos of people talking about derivatives and options and like what the hell <laughs> so i'm a little bit i'm in my age i'm i'm thinking you know i had a I had a really cheeky birthday card off my niece a couple of years ago she said you're so old you think snapchat is a card game and she's not wrong <laughs> it could be it used to be when i was a kid but now snapchat's just, i don't i don't get it i just don't get it and tiktok I'm actually scared of downloading the app. I don't know what to do, but I know there's a lot of financial influencers or influencers on there. So same with YouTube. I mean, YouTube will shut people down a lot quicker um, than TikTok will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we were mentioning just a fair before we started recording. There's a, I think the BBC are launching on the iPlayer this weekend, a, a report into uh, some underhand dealings with sponsors of some of the premiership football clubs. And one of them was a forex or a, a binary trading options business that, um, yeah, has uh, emptied a few uh, a few wallets around the UK and the world. So that I'm I'm looking forward to watching that and you know with <laughs> behind the yeah. sofa. Yeah, <laughs> oh it's kind God. of uh, shocking how some of these uh, sponsors can kind of come out of nowhere and they just end up, you know. We're talking mm. like uh, whether it's even uh, binary options or even uh, iGaming sites as mm. operators. It's kind of shocking how they they get in. You're like, wasn't there? There should have been oversight, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, money talks louder than a lot of things, isn't it? So, yeah, we didn't see anything. <laughs> what are you on about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, talking on the same thing about you know fraud and internet scams, how they're kind of everywhere. It's almost mm. like it's normalized. Uh, why do you think people keep falling for these bad scams? And, you know, just to talk about uh, Charlie Munger uh, said recently that the stock market speculation is like heroin addiction. It's like on one side, you've got a site that's dedicated towards edu educating people that want to actually, you know, invest and do it wisely. And mm. then there's always this one click, you know, you're going to get rich quick s sooner. Mm. I mean, is this just like human nature that we can't stop falling for these things? I, I think it is. I think it's also the kind of like the decentralization of, uh, of retail investment. And I think cryptocurrencies had a big part to play in that, you know? And um, I think you, you, you could buy, you still, obviously still can, you could buy cryptocurrency a lot easier than you could buy shares in, I don't know, British Airways, for example, not stock advice. Um but since the decentralization of that, and the I think the original sort of like the the the, the big player in the states was the Robinhood app, which uh, failed in its uh, attempt to get a UK license. But we actually wrote a report on this, and one of the FCA findings was from a survey they did was a lot of these apps uh, are creating a gaming experience to actually buy and sell shares or even share that link with a friend. So I could share with you, John, a link on a, an investment app and, you know, you get 50 quid, I get 50 quid, or we get a free share that's worth up to 300 pounds. And you go, oh, bloody hell, let's share that with John. And then when it comes through, boom, confetti, everything's fantastic. And that's like, no, 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 you've got to stop doing that. You're, you're gamifying investing. And we also interviewed a lot of people and asked the simple question, are you investing or are you trading? And a lot of them say, I'm investing. Well, how's that then? So you bought Tesla shares last week and you sold them today. That's that's trading. That ain't investing. Investing is saving. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> so education plays a big part in this. And I think a lot of the big 
operators uh, have a have a responsibility to start educating people on you know stop it's it's people are checking their apps every you know every 15 20 30 minutes when they oh, 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 oh my shares are up oh no they're down again it's addictive and yeah and a lot of these retail platforms are playing on that i guess it's uh, maybe worse than betting on sports where it's a single event and over here you can do it over and over and over again I think the big difference between sport betting and buying shares is you can lose all your money if you bet on Leeds United going going out of the Premier League. Or I could buy £100 worth of Tesla shares. They might rise, they might fall, not invest in advice for the third time, but I won't lose all my money. With a bet on sports betting, you're going to lose all of it, potentially. Yeah, If you're willing to take a massive risk in literally bet your entire bankroll on it not exactly financial advice either yes <laughs> three one <laughs> yeah. all right uh so bingo what made you get into online bingo and i was uh, forced no into offense it. phil i was forced into it by phil fraser he hoodwinked me I'm, I'm, this is on camera this is this is live uh no i um oh, this is crazy i've worked in digital marketing for 20 odd years so I've worked for gambling clients, I've worked for finance clients, and I didn't really understand what affiliate marketing was. I just thought it was that stuff that kids do in the bedroom, you know, and then along along comes Compare the Market and Money Supermarket and Money Saving Expert, and you go, oh, that's affiliate marketing, that's smart, but they're huge, right? So I get a phone call from a recruiter saying, you need to go and see Phil Fraser, he's a lovely guy, um, and there was a but there, he says, but he runs a bingo affiliate website, and I just went, oh. No, bingo, I don't know. Grannies play bingo. Surely grannies play bingo. Anyway, I bit the bullet, went to meet Phil. We had a couple of coffees and a chat. And I think one of the resounding uh, memories I've got, or one of the lasting memories I've got from him at that initial uh, interview was, it's not about the bingo. We could be we could be selling shoes, socks, ties, anything. It's, this is just affiliate marketing for bingo websites. So we built a a team, and we focused 100% on becoming the biggest bingo affiliate in the UK by everything that we did. And it was super successful. Excel Media bought it. So there, yeah, I was kind of hoodwinked. I was told it wasn't about the bingo, which in the end, you know, we kind of said, look, you know, bingo players will play slots and slots players will play casino. So we kind of ramped it up. You know, we did sort of 70% bingo, 20% slots, 10% casino, and that worked, you know. And it's, you know, I, I, I've got fond memories of working with Phil. We, we do still keep in touch and have a beer now and again. And, yeah, it was it was a baptism of fire getting into uh, gambling affiliation because another thing Phil said to me, he said, what do you like at socialising? I said, well, I'm not saying I'm the centre of the party, but I do like a drink like we all do. And he said, good, because you're going to these conferences. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> How many are there? He says, oh, there's only three or four a year. Oh, my God, after my first year, I just I had, I just had to go to bed. <laughs> you know what they're like, right? You go to Berlin, you go to Barcelona, you go to Amsterdam, you do the London one, and there's all these people in this industry. You think, wow, this didn't, never knew this existed. And it was, it, it was so exciting and overwhelming at the same time. Um, it it kind of came to a head when my, uh, my mother-in-law uh, collared me. I think it was 2018, 2017, when The Guardian reporters went down to excel and filmed all the uh the pole dancers from that russian <laughs> gambling site he says were you there were you witnessing that no no i didn't see any of that at all no 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 it's shocking behavior never seen it before <laughs> no never seen it before 
but exciting all the same. Um, the the events were very exciting, not the dancing girls. Yeah. Now the, the events I still find them fun, but it's uh, I find it really tough to stay out late and uh, oh, you know, the the parties. It's kind of like we all kind of joke. It's like uh, early night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of glad it came to an end for me. I did uh, six years with Philip uh, at Witch Bingo before it uh, before it was sold, and I had a good 12, 18 months off. Still worked in the industry, still did some consulting, uh, but I didn't attend as many of those conferences as previously, thankfully. <laughs> well, given your experience on, you know, the, the bingo and the you know and running your current site now um if you had to rebuild your site or start from scratch what would you do differently in be, you know becoming an affiliate given what you know oh that's a good question um there's a great website from a guy i can't remember i apologize if you're listening niecepeshoots.com i got my teeth in that one i'd look at um yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd look to be niching down. I'd look to be fine, you know, fine tuning that niche. I mean, the gambling affiliation, you know, bingo right up to casino. You know, we've got finance where we've, you know, we started on uh, investment platforms in the UK, and we've gone to crypto, we've gone to pensions, we've gone to forex, we've gone to see it. We've pretty much covered, or we're trying to cover all those topics and clusters. Um, if I was to do it again, uh, I don't know. Is there going to be a bull run on crypto? It probably is. Maybe go go on that side of things. I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one because this has been front and center for us for the last three yes. years, and we've done nothing but this. I mean, we did have uh, um, a supplements website as well, so we we're reviewing supplements. You know, fat burners for men and testosterone supplements and all that kind of stuff. And that's actually quite a profitable niche. And I did notice that the um, the affiliate meetup in Berlin were starting to introduce uh, supplements companies, finance companies, as well as gaming companies. So they're kind of like the three biggest niches. I mean, just go and watch Matt Diggity on YouTube. He'll tell you which niches to get into because he's in all of them. Yes. Isn't he's he? got a pretty good following and uh, yeah. a lot of different companies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought I spoke quickly, but crikey, he speaks very, very quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so this is not financial advice, but it's going to be affiliate advice. What are your affiliate tips for 2023? Get to know your affiliate managers, get to meet them face to face as often as you can, especially your, your, your bigger partners. Um, obviously, the overseas one's going to be difficult, but if you're, if you're UK, well, but we're UK based. I'm two hours from London. I've got a few clients I can go and meet down in London. We have lunch every Every sort of other, every quarter maybe, and just catch up. And, you know, on, on the odd occasion, you know, they drop a, you know, drop a hint or a, an ID and you're like, wow, crikey, we've got some content to write for that. It's just so worth it. I mean, emails are one thing, Skype's another, you know, all the different uh, channels for communication, but you can't beat face-to-face. Get to meet them, get to meet them and uh, get to know who they are as people, you know. I mean, one of my core clients, all we talk about is dog training. <laughs> I've got a puppy dog. He's got a puppy dog. And we're not interested in finance. We're just interested in how to stop the dog pulling. But then he drops in a little hint and says, oh, yeah, we're thinking about doing that. Could you do that? Bingo. Oh, not bingo, but finance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to find out how we're going to introduce the word bingo one last time. But I've you done did it for, it for us. Thank you. All right, no Simon, worries. thank you so much. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? And uh, let's uh, just let them know about your website again. Yeah, investingreviews.co.uk. We've got all the social links on there. I mean, people can email me, simon at investingreviews.co.uk. We're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn. I think we're on Facebook and YouTube, but I've got somebody managing that for me. But yeah, 
check the website out. It's uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and uh, you know, it's uh, early days. Three years in. Let's see what happens in the next three years. I might be interviewing you, John, next. Maybe. <laughs> awesome. Look forward thank, to it. Thank you so much. Cheers, John. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you could do me a massive favor, which is to leave a comment or rating wherever you listen to your podcast, that would uh, help me manipulate all those ranking algorithms. Thank you so much.